and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear her news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred Netgreet. Theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And uh, today, my friends, we are wrapping up the incredible serial, Six Suspects by Vikas Swarup. It is following the chronicle of Vicky Rye, a rather assorted figure who meets his end, but is not necessarily a huge victory. It explores caste and class in modern India. Um, it's kind of a whodunit, but it uses the lens of different members of the cast to, in a single party to try and explore what happened and who of the six suspects may have done it. This is The Great Conclusion, and if you like what you hear, do not miss the new show by John Dryden. Uh, we heard about that in our interview last week. Pandemic, it debuted on BBC Radio 4 on the 26th, 27th, 28th, March 2012. Um, is available through BBC's iPlayer for only a week, so by the end of the first week of April, you're not going to be able to get that. So uh, quickly grab it at radiodramarevival.com, hop on the BBC iPlayer. It is a fantastic tale, and you'd um, owe it to yourself to give it a listen. Again, link. Again, the name of the show is Pandemic. Uh, links are either on the BBC Radio 4's website or uh, follow it from radiodramarevival.com. Before we get into our main show today, though, we do have our next installment of The Cleansed. This is Chapter 4. We've met John Prophet as he staggered to a remote location in rural Maine called The Refuge. There, David and Sam, uh, two characters who were introduced to the pilot of the drama, rather rebuffed John's offer to help them fight a new growing evil. Um, John instead escapes with John and Sam's children, uh, Maria and Luke, while at the gates of the refuge, a new enemy, a local enemy at least, arrives. And we're about to see what happens there, as well as a taste of the growing shadow in the city of Corinth, the New Republic, the force that John Prophet is so concerned about and uh, was attacked in the beginning of this saga in Chapter 1. All right, here we go. Chapter 4 of The Cleansed. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Episode 1, Chapter 4. Do you think you'd do it again? If you had a chance to do it all over again? I don't know, Luke. That's not really a fair question. It's hard to know. You would. I know you would. But me, I, I don't know. I don't know sometimes. It's what made you the man that you are, Luke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of that. I just remember, it, it's, it started that night with David's veggie-powered motor and the wind at our back. You know what? That night, I seemed free. Every, everything that would come later was a nightmare that I had yet to live. That one night, I felt like I got to do something that I wanted to do. I was in control for a few minutes at the very least. Hail! Chad MacArthur of Penobscot Dwellers. David Brenner of The Refuge. Why are you here? The fact that we travel with a riderless horse should speak for me. My own son is missing. We know nothing of it. You harbor a fugitive. Maybe. He just showed up this afternoon. So you will give him up? 
What for? We seek restitution on our terms. You're gonna kill him. He drew the first blood. Look, I like him as little as you do, but killing this him? This is our justice. Will you deny it? Did you listen to the man? If he's right, he... Ten years ago, we reached these terms. We have obeyed the borders all these years, even when we could overpower you ten times over. Even when you had food and our people struggled to survive. And now, when you shelter a stranger who breaches this truce, you'll deny us justice? It's not that easy. I need to speak to our people. This is a matter for chiefs to decide, not the tribe. Hey! That's him! He rides! Get him! You stalled us! Whoa! Hey, the truce! The truce is over! Wait! We can talk! Hey, stop firing! I'm sorry, you said... Then war it will be. Remember who fired first. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to... Tell your people to prepare for a council of war. There will be no quarter! Chris, what the hell'd you do? You told me to. I said train, not... You realize what you've done? They were willing to talk. David, your kids are with him. What? A stranger. Prophet. Where are we going? Keep our aim towards the water and gun it. We can only go so far. Look out, there's some of our horses. It's them. Just keep moving. Ah, look, he's shooting at us. Keep low. It's a pistol. There's no way. No, no. Stay low. Okay, hope. Steady. I got a beat on him. There. Now keep moving. All right, Jonas, what happened? They say my kids were... I, I only turned for a second. We'll get Jezebel then. Sam tried, it wouldn't start. Damn it! I had her running the other day. It's all right, Sam's way ahead of you. What? She grabbed the stray horse, now she's after them. Come on, Chris, we'll back her up. We don't need you running off, David. We need you here! Carl! You need to stop thinking about your family and think about all of our families. I need my children. We need our chief! He's right, David. You and your goddamn chief. My wife and daughter are out there. And your son, David. Your adopted son. I said that. My son. All of them. They're all out there. We need a council of the elders. This is a crisis. I'll gather everyone and toll the bell. We don't need a council. We need... Damn it! That man's crazy. Crazy! I'll vote with you, David. You know that. This is not about votes. This is about... Jonas! It's okay, David. I'll watch the gates. <laughs> Chief Brenner! Aye, there's one. Aye, there's two. Very good. Chief, take your seat. I... yeah, sure. <coughs> you may all sit. The matter the elders would like to speak about should go without saying. Do we have any who disagree? Nay, I didn't think so. Do we have any who wish to be the first to speak? Yeah, let's start with the armed horsemen. Not you, Brenner. Excuse me, but I think it's a little more important David, that I have... the council speaks before the chief. You made that rule. This is an emergency. All the more important than to follow our rules. Yes, yes. yes. absolutely. I'm sorry, but this is what separates us from them. That's right. And we must resolve on a course of action. Yes, like getting our asses out of here and looking for my children. Whoa. Come on. Nice. Look, Prophet has excuses a mile long of why he came here. Some nonsense about this new republic that's taken over New York. I didn't catch half of the horse turd he piled on. But the point is this, he found us. 
Worse, he led the dwellers to us, and they're ready to fight. Wait, what? So, to prepare for war, are we? Yes, I guess we should. But more important, we need to track down Prophet before he gets any farther away. A farmer doesn't leave his flock when there's a wolf at the door. Right. Absolutely. Yes, a farmer goes out and shoots the wolf. I mean, you need to grow some balls and come help me. We don't have time to bicker. This is unbelievable. Chief, you're out of line. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. I'm out of the line of windbags you hide behind oh, words when action oh, is needed. Any who wish to join the search, follow me now. Chris, come on and help me. I'm going after them. You're not going anywhere. Why? What's going on? Look. Look where? You mean... Oh. The walkers caught up with the riders, I guess. They brought quite a crew. And my kids? Sam's after them, David. You can't ask for any more than that. Damn Prophet. Damn him to hell. Whatever else you say about him, he's a hell of a soldier. He won't let anything happen to them. And not unless it serves his ends. We'll need to post-watch. I'll do it. You... You go talk to the council. And that's the start of it. For all the years our parents warned us about the outside world, the decision to leave the refuge took about a minute. That was the first time I'd ever been drunk. Not on hard cider or ale, but on the dream of adventure. You intoxicated me, Maria. And John Prophet intoxicated me. The dream of adventure. But we'd experience what our parents warned us about soon enough, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we sure would. Here's to the new republic. To the republic. <laughs> wow. It's nearly a year, dear Saul, since we sent that rat on the run. What a time for freedom. And then no small thanks to you, my dear Saul. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Prophet fleeing like a rat, his loyalists split in disarray, the council eating out of our hand. You have over-delivered, my dear sir. It's all for the Republic. Yes. For the Republic. Mm. Mm. You don't drink so. I don't care for this stuff. This is Veuve Clicquot from the 20th century. It's an insult not to drink. Pardon my rudeness. Tomorrow. Promise me you will tomorrow when we at last commission the Citadel. Very well. Hmm. Ah, the world has forgotten its manners, so... But I will teach you all its finer things. You are a loyal servant, but without a sense of style, you'll never be a leader of men. Now, that's not an insult. It's just a reality. You need a sense of the grandeur of society. The essential beauty in America that we're trying to save. I'll try, sir. Yeah. You'll understand once I show you the Citadel. The entire city run on that reactor. Television, trains... You're not worried about... That's... We'll find it in time, please. Don't dampen our night. Another drink. And please, Saul. Yes. Yes, sir. For you. <laughs> A toast. 
May the Republic live on. May the Republic live on. podcast version of The Cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut, visit www.thecleansed.com. You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99. Also see a full cast and crew list, exclusive behind-the-scenes video, character sketches, and more. Again, that's www.thecleansed.com. Or catch us next week for another free installment. New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012. Those are available at thecleansed.com, finalrune.com, and radiodramarevival.com. The Cleansed is a Final Rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com. And that was The Cleansed, thecleansed.com, for more tastes of that show. And for our next installment, Episode 2 is out next week. Um, we'll be hearing a bit more about the city of Corinth and some other characters that you've not yet met who are part of season one. Um, all right, on to Six Suspects by Vicka Swarup, adapted by Aisha Menon and produced by John Dryden for BBC Radio 4 with his Goldhawk Limited. Enjoy. Why do we so readily pander to celebrity? We forget to mourn the day 20,000 people died in the Gujarat earthquake, but we celebrate and rejoice over every Bollywood wedding. Why? Because that's entertainment. An earthquake is not. Welcome to Ramble with Raman. Today we have a very special guest. Now, it's the first time that he's spoken in public since the trial began. He's here to share the horror story of what he's been through in the last few months. A big round of applause for Vicky Rye. Vicky. Raman. Thank you for taking the time out to be on my show. Oh, it's my pleasure, Raman. May I say, you're looking fantastic in spite of everything. Yeah, I mean, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Vicky, I have to ask you some really tough questions, and that's why you're on the show, of course. Yeah. You have been accused of murder. Yes. How have you gotten through this difficult time? My family have been so supportive, you know. My mother, my sister. And a little birdie tells me there's someone else who is, uh, shall we say, holding your hand through all of this? Hmm? Well, I, I guess there's no point in keeping it a secret anymore. <laughs> We're talking about Bollywood actress Shabnam Saxena, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, what can I say? <laughs> They've said it for me. This robe has nursed my body. But my soul won't be That is where I keep you. Up, sir. <coughs> All of you. Take five while we set up the lights. Thanks, Dick. Silence! 
coming in tomorrow but i'll send the car to pick you up okay, okay. 5 am shabnam i only see you in movies never tell me what your life is like i wanted to see for myself how are abu and ammi they're the same Do they ever talk about me never mind Should I bring your phone? No, it's okay. I know who it is. Are you avoiding someone? Is that handsome man I saw you with in the newspaper? Let's not talk about him. Eat some more. Hmm. After we eat, will you teach me to put on some makeup? You don't need makeup, Saira. You're beautiful the way you are. I want to tell you something. I've wanted to tell you for some time now. I can't keep this a secret anymore. Saira. Saira. It would have to wait. She had to be on the set first thing in the morning. This is before the cancel. Mm. When you first meet Kay the drifter standing in the shadows. 
you're lost in his mysterious eyes. By the time you reach the end of the corridor, you will be his slave. Brilliant. Fangs and curtains are ready, sir. Thanks. Uh, ready, Shabnam? Ready. Where's your tiara? Tiara? Of course, we're doing that scene just now. You didn't tell me we were doing that scene, Jay. It's at home. <sighs> okay, no problem. Hey, Mansoor, go to Shabnamji's house immediately and get her tiara. Yes, Sure you can, sweetheart. Ma'am, can you lift your chin up? Yeah. Madam Ji, your crown. Thank you, Mansoor. Everything okay at home? Yes, madam. Was it at the entrance? No, madam, in the hall. But I didn't go inside. Sir gave it to me. Sir? Yes, madam. There was a man in the house? Suddenly, Shabnam feels that sense of dread that she has become so accustomed to. My stick, my, my dream. But sir, this is all the dreamy we can afford in your budget, okay? Jay, Jay, I'm sorry, I have to go. I'm really sorry, I have to go. Go? Go where? Shabnam, we, we only have the propeller fans for an hour. Shabnam! 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 Take me home quickly. Jaldi. Saira, Saira, please pick up. I forgot to tell you, if anyone comes to the door, do not answer. your sister. I know. You are my mother. You, you, you knew? Ami told me long ago. I never meant to abandon you. Abu threw me out. I love you so much. I will never let you go through any of the pain I went through. Never. ट्रेंड 
Sarah and I were just getting acquainted. Gorgeous girl. You must have been like that 15 years ago. I've had enough of this game. You shouldn't frown so much, Shabu. It makes you look old. Oh, uh, I completely forgot. Mm. Have you heard the news? What news? Which world do you live in, babes? Yeah, see. Yes, Vicky Rai has been acquitted. My enemies have tried to bring me down. I'm everywhere. Justice has prevailed. I'm a free man. prayers to the soul of Ruby Gill. May she rest in peace. She was a beautiful girl, you know. One who happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. I don't know what you think of me, but the court found me innocent. I, I respect you, Shabnam. Really? Look, I'd like your support. Why? Are you entering politics? <laughs> no. I'd like your support and your blessings. As the mother of the woman I'm going to spend my future with. Get out of my house. Was it something I said? Get out! Shabnam? What are you doing here? Rishma, where can I get a gun? February the 15th, Vicky Rai has thrown a party to celebrate his acquittal. He walks in with Sira. What's your name, ma'am? Ma'am, what's your name? Ma'am, what's your name, ma'am? Vicky Rai, who's the new mystery woman with you? Ma'am, 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 ma'am. We have to remain a mystery for now. Excuse us, excuse us. Come, baby, right here. Come. Shabnam is there too. What is your relationship with Vicky Rai's new girlfriend? Is it true that she's your sister? Yeah. Oh, Vicky! Vicky! Oh, Vicky! Vicky! Guys and dolls, I'm standing here before you tonight because I'm a winner! Anyway, so guys, look, hey, enjoy the evening, everyone, and remember, life's too short to dwell on the past, right? So, Here's to the future! Yeah, baby, future. come on! To the future! Cheers, everyone! Enjoy! Who switched the lights? Ramlal? Ramlal? Hey, generator, put the generator on! Who's that? Hey, Vicky, do I look hot with a gun in my hand now? Who? No. No! I can't see what I'm doing. Like to come on, don't worry about it. Like to come on. My God. Hey, that was cool. What's he doing here? He's lying on the floor. Shabnam had a gun in her hands that night. But did she pull the trigger? Hey, he's been shot here, call an ambulance or something, Vicky! All that I have discovered in my investigations will be revealed 
shortly. This is Arun Advani with nothing but the facts. Nothing but the truth. Larry Page was always in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whoa, 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 hold on. Wait a minute. Don't you? Don't you? You will never be with Shabnam. He was a victim of multiple con jobs. First by his mail order bride, then by the detective he hired to find her. After being shot by Vicky Rai, he thinks the worst is over. He's wrong. Hi. Bilal? Remember Larry's friend Bilal, who stayed at the same hotel? What are you doing in my room? Thank God you're all right. We were all worried about you. What are you doing? Hey, hey what happened to you? I got shot. What? Yeah, it's, it's a long story. All I want to do is get my things and go home. Okay, I will not get in your way. See you later then. Yeah, sure. Hey, wait. Where's my passport? It was in this drawer. Are you sure it was there? I'm positive. You can never trust the staff in these hotels, you know. I hope you find it. I have to go now. lost my passport. Name? Larry Page. Excuse me? Larry Page. Bruckner. Yes? What? The Larry Page? Waiting in line? <sighs> I knew he was coming to India for the NASCOM conference, but... Uh, yeah, of course. Send him up immediately. As if Larry doesn't have enough problems, he also shares his name with the man who invented Google. Uh, Mr. Page? Over here, Mr. Page. Oh. Welcome, Mr. Page. Welcome to India. I'm Elizabeth Bruckner, head of the consular section. Come in. Oh, it is an honor. I am a huge fan. Please, have a seat. I've lost my passport. We'll get you a new one today. Wow. <laughs> I always use Google. Look, I'm even using it now. Actually, I'm, I'm not that rich guy. <laughs> you have a terrific sense of humor, Mr. Page. Or should I call you Larry? No, really, my wallet is as empty as Jesus' tomb on Easter. It says here you rank 33rd on the 2008 Forbes list of world's billionaires. Fascinating, Mr. Page. Just fascinating. Oh. Was this picture taken years ago? You look different. That's because it ain't me. That's what I'm trying to tell you. My name is Larry Page, but I'm not that Google guy. Oh. I see. Sorry for the misunderstanding. You have to fill in forms DS-11 and DS-64, available downstairs at counter 7. 
and I'll get my passport today. No. It will take six weeks. Oh. Well, thank you, Miss Lizzie. I've learned a very important lesson here today. What's that? Next time someone thinks I'm the Larry Page who invented Google, I'm gonna let them think that. System. Well, with me today, I have from the University of Calcutta, Shonali Mishra, Hello. the Justice Larry Minister Ravi Tripathi, and writer and broadcaster. I have to wait six weeks. Oh. What are you going to do? You know, Bilal, my mom always says things happen for a reason. I think something is trying to tell me that I have to meet this Shabnam Saxena. Listen to me. You don't need her. What you need? is a holiday and it just so happens that I'm going to Kashmir. Hey, why don't you come with me? I don't know. Lakes, mountains, fresh air, space to think. That's what you need, Larry Page. Come on, what's it? The next day, Bilal and Larry travel to Srinagar. Why are there so many cops everywhere? Srinagar? Hey, why don't you hide under the seat? Oh, what for? They don't encourage tourists here. You know how it is. Complicated things. Come on. Well, okay, I guess. That's it. That's it. Check in front of the paper. Thank you, sir. Hello. Twenty-four hours later, they reach a small town. Bilal takes Larry through a maze of alleyways, skirting a bridge, evading a sentry post. Why are we sneaking around? Shh. Because you don't have a passport, remember? Oh yeah. Come. And finally, they reach a house in the middle of nowhere. Where are we? A friend's house. You'll really like it here. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Is this him? Yeah. Are you sure? Hey, that's my passport. How did you Larry, get your... This is Abu Technical. He'll be taking care of you from now on. Hey, where are you going? I have work to do. I'll be back soon. Don't worry. Enjoy the scenery. See you soon. Okay. Nice place you have here. Are you really him? The Larry Page who invented Google, the finest search engine ever. Yeah, that's me. I, I'm good with engines. News just in from Srinagar. Another bomb has exploded near army headquarters. What fascinates me, Mr. Page, is your page rank technology. I mean, how did you get the idea to use an iterative algorithm which corresponds to the principal eigenvector of the normalized link matrix of the web to determine the ranking of an individual site? 
yeah, terrific idea. Now, my brothers would not approve of me saying this, but do you know what I think? If the internet is heaven, then Google is God. Do you know what that makes you, Mr. Page? No. The Godfather. Assalamu alaikum. Meet my brother, Mr. Page, Abu Omar. Hello, Mr. Page. How was your journey? Long. You'll be taking another long journey tomorrow. Oh, where are we going? To see our Amir. Abu Omar, let him sleep in your bed. Eh? One night only. Why? This is Larry Page. What do I do? If something happened, then what is your whole insurance? And what is it? Where many of the Abu Omar leads Larry through a dingy corridor into a windowless room. Tell me, Mr. Page, is it true that you only have to buy American girls one drink and they'll come home with you? Well, I don't know about that. I saw a film. Debbie Does Dallas. You've seen it? Uh, no. Very nice, very nice, yeah. Lots of American girls. 500. I, I didn't see it. No? All Larry can think about Very good. is Shabnam. I saw another film also. Perhaps Bilal is right. Why would such a famous actress be interested in an American nobody? His heart is broken. So, you all are... Our brothers? Brothers in arms. And who are all those... those young boys with guns? Volunteers. To help us in our fight against the infidels. Okay, guys. Really appreciate all you've done. Love the mountains and everything. But I'm gonna go down to the village and, and get a hotel. You guys carry on. No! Keep moving, cannot stop. The Indian army's after us, Mr. Page. Why? That is not your concern. After hours of climbing, Larry is about to collapse. The treacherous cliffs and narrow ridges make his legs burn. Finally, they reach a cave with armed men at the entrance. They lead him into a passageway, and Larry finds himself before a bearded man sitting cross-legged in front of a fire. Is this him? Yes. Time up. Hey, what's going on? Take me go. There's the camera. Ready. He looks too clean. Sorry to do this, Mr. Page. Better. Give him the script. Read. Camera rolling. Action. Read. Mr. President, I've been kidnapped by... I've been kidnapped? Just read. I've been kidnapped by the Army of Martyrdom. They have demanded a ransom of three billion dollars and that all American troops... Why are you stopping? Go on, read. But, but why would the president give you three billion for me? I think he will pay for the sixth richest man in America. Actually, well, uh, 
funny story, really. The, the truth is, I'm not that Larry Page. What? I, I have no money. If it took a nickel to go around the world, I couldn't cross the street. He's lying. We paid Bilal 10 lakhs to bring us Larry Page. Bilal? I thought he was my friend. Hey, why did you lie to us, you bastard? Why? It's a long story. You you guys got time to listen? Ah! On your knees. Come on. Hey. I'll kill him. You do the camera. Why are you killing me? We're fighting a holy war between good and evil, Mr. Page. And now you'll be a small part of it. But you like America. I do. As Larry knelt there among the rocks, his life did not flash before his eyes. Instead, he thought of the things he would never know. There were wars going on in the world that he knew nothing about. People were dying, and he didn't even know what they were fighting for. One blindfold? No. Brave, huh? Like Saddam. Larry realized then that he was a nobody. Record. Rolling. He was a fool with unrealistic dreams and too much hope. He was destined to always be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Please. Ready? Record. But this time, it would be a little different. the embassy? Ah, uh, yeah. Well... You have aided us in the elimination of three of our most wanted terrorists. A reward of 15 million dollars awaits you. 15 million? 15 million? <laughs> but I'm afraid there may be continuing danger to your life from terrorist elements. So you will be required to accept our witness protection program. You mean, change my name? I'm afraid so. That's great. I hate my name. From now on, you will have a new life. Oh, and uh, here. This is now yours. Uh, 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 what do I need a gun for? It's for your own protection, given what you've just been through. 
Is there anything we can do for you? Well, maybe there is. Before I enter the program, there's one thing I want to do on my own. What? I, I want to meet this actress, Shubnam Saxena. Do you think you can arrange that? Shubnam Saxena? Yeah. I'll see what I can do. Great. It's February the 15th. Vicky Rai has thrown a party to celebrate his acquittal. Larry waits in the shadows so that no one will spot him. And then he sees her, as beautiful as he had always imagined. Shabnam Saxena! I'm Larry Page. Yes? Well, didn't you get any of my letters? I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Excuse me. No, wait. Let go of me. I'll call security. Do you have any idea what I've been through for you? I, I, I've been tortured, cheated, kidnapped. I nearly died twice. You clearly need help. Please don't bother me. I have a lot on my mind. Then she just walks away. And Larry's mind, which was usually devoid of thought, fills up with a rage he has never experienced before. Years of disappointment and humiliation rise through his body. And as Shabnam walks towards Vicky Rai, his mind begins to focus on the gun in his jacket. Who switched the lights? Ramlal? Ramlal? Hey, generator, put the generator on. I can't see what I'm drinking. Hi, God. What's he doing here? He's He's been shot here, call an ambulance or something, Vicky! Hey, 99% of murders are crimes of passion. Was this one of them? Was Vicky Rai's life brought to an abrupt end by a man with a broken heart? We'll find out before the end of the week. Till tomorrow, this is Arun Advani signing off. A true investigative journalist cannot be swayed by his personal prejudices. But when news spread that the chief minister demanded Mamta Rai's resignation, I allowed myself to gloat a little. Can you stay in politics now with a clear conscience? No comment. Madam, Madam, please tell us where your son is, Madam. No comment. Madam, 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 one question. Thank you. No comment. Stay back, please. Mamta Ji, Madam. Take me to Minister Tripurari's house immediately. And if you don't get me there in under 10 minutes, I'll make your life a living hell, Brijlal. Hello? Mom. Mamta Rai thought she was indestructible. What now? Her son had proven her wrong. Better get your job back. Because who bailed me out? Next time I shoot a waitress. <laughs> you think this is funny? That girl was a bloody Gandhian scholar. 
Do you know how that looks to the public? But I've been acquitted, Mom. I'm innocent in the eyes. I am still atoning for your sins, Vicky. Everywhere I go, all I hear is Ruby Gill, Ruby Gill, Ruby Gill. The media will move on to other stories eventually. Are you such a numbskull that you don't get it? I will never work in politics again because of Ruby Gill. Whatever we do from now on, we will never be free of Ruby Gill. For the rest of our lives, we will be haunted by the bloody ghost of Ruby Gill! I'm sorry. Please don't die. I'm sorry. Mamta's driver Brijlal knew it was over for him, whether she lived or died. Only a miracle could save him. And a miracle is what he got. Why are you crying, my boy? Are you okay? I've never felt better. Mataji, what are you doing, Mataji? Mataji, are you not going to fire me, Mataji? Why would I? There's a divine purpose behind every physical calamity. Could someone kindly get us a taxi? Mamtaji, I think I should take you to a doctor, Mamtaji. There's no need for that. I'm well. Shall we go home now? 100% मेरे को लग रहा था वो मर गई. Where is Mamtaji? In the prayer room. Prayer room? This way, sir. When Mamta's entourage of sycophants from Parliament find out about her accident, they rush to her side. After all, they are worried about their own jobs. She has changed, Tripurari, sir. Well, it's natural, Baba. She's been through a lot, na. Everyone is saying she has gone mad, but she refuses to see a doctor, sir. Hey. Mamtaji. Namaste. How are you now? Better. Better. Come in. Can I make you some tea? I'm sorry. I can't offer you whiskey anymore. <laughs> she made me throw out all the imported alcohol. You may go now, Ramdulari. Ha, huh. So, to what do I owe this visit? What the chief minister did was unjust. Asking you to resign because of your son's antic. We will bring the chief minister down, Mamtaji. All we have to do is just engineer the defection of 15 legislators. Bas. That won't be necessary. Huh? An eye for an eye will make the whole world blind. Hmm? I, I don't understand, Mamtaji. I have submitted my resignation, Tripurari. What? But, but Mamtaji, what will you do now? I will devote my life to fighting injustice with truth as my anvil and non-violence as my hammer. Mamta does exactly this. The missionaries of charity, thank you, Mamtaji. She donates generously to many charities. I'm a great admirer of Mother Teresa myself. This is the largest donation we've ever received. 
children will be so happy. She leads a group of angry women picketing liquor shops. She attends candlelight vigils for peace between India and Pakistan. Now, you might have heard the phrase, a leopard never changes his spots. But in the case of former Home Minister Mamta Rai, it seems this is indeed possible. Our reporter Smriti Verma has more. Yes, indeed, Jatin. I'm here in front of the Dreamworld Cinema, where ex-Home Minister Mamta Rai is leading a protest, demanding the closure of all pornographic cinema halls in the state. Smriti, is there some political agenda at play here, given that the Dreamworld cinema chain is owned by Minister Jagdamba Pal, her former running mate in the recent RGP elections? Well, Jatin, Mamta Rai has publicly announced that she has no interest in regaining her home ministership and that she will leave career politics to the jackals, as she puts it. <laughs> and I understand that people are beginning to call her Gandhi Ma. <laughs> That's right, Jatin. If these crowds are anything to go by, she seems to have succeeded in completely recasting herself in the mould of Mahatma Gandhi. It's a remarkable transformation. Indeed it is. Now, moving on. Have people lost faith in the judicial system? Hello? Mom, saw you all over the news doing your Gandhi stuff. <laughs> very, uh, very clever. Hey, are there children in the house? Yes. Some street children come here to eat and play sometimes. Well, you hate kids. The law of love is best understood by children, Vicky. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking, since you are jobless, I need you at the board meeting at the textile mill tomorrow. We need to push through the retrenchment proposal and cut about 150 jobs at least. Retrenchment proposal? You were talking about sacking men to make way for machines? I wouldn't put it so starkly. Mm -hmm. ah. Mr. Horskote will explain everything. The restructuring plan will have built-in provisions for matching of competencies and payment of motivational wages. And that is very fair. Please, just stop this, Sherrod. I totally reject this reconstruction plan. Yes, sir. Well, it seems the board is split on this matter. So, Mom, it's all in your hands now. Ma? This company cannot function with greed as its only motive. It has to serve a higher purpose. What are you doing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the charkha otherwise known as the spinning wheel. Sit down, mother. I believe that the yarn we spin from this is capable of mending the broken texture of our lives. It is the remedy for all the ills afflicting this company and indeed, this country. A plea for the spinning wheel is a plea for recognizing the dignity of labor. So therefore, I reject this proposal that will take away people's livelihoods. I believe we've misunderstood you in the past, Mamtaji. Why did you do that? Do you know how much money you've just cost our company? 
to be rich, one does not need more money. Just less desires. Stop it! Just drop this bloody Gandhi act of yours and tell me what the hell your game is. One must put the greater good over the needs of one's own self. Mom, you've seriously lost it. We need a doctor. I am perfectly fine. Do you even know there's been talk of a retrial? Some new witness has just popped up. Those bloody gills are now asking for a retrial. We must embrace the path of truth. The trials of life. It will only make us stronger. <sighs> I'm going to need that three crore from your safe to pay off the witness. It's gone. Gone? What do you mean, gone? I gave it away to the sisters from the missionaries of charity. What? That was my money. Why are you doing this? Are, are you getting back at me for losing your job? Huh? Is that why you're punishing me? Is that what this is all about? You're my mother. Sometimes a mother must make great sacrifices for the good of the nation. How the hell did you get in here? God will be. Amla! God helps those who helps the poor. Amma. Where the hell are all the Amma? security guards? Please, Papa, get out of here, you bastard! Vicky, don't! He's an old man! Are you alright? You? I know you! What? You are dead! You are dead! What? Ruby Gill! Ruby Gill, she is your shadow! She is standing there, Ruby Gill! Shut up! Who sent you here? Get, get, get out of my house! Get out, get out! Vicky, no, no, Vicky, no! She's bleeding. Get the driver. Ruby Gill. Ruby Gill. Ruby Gill, you are dead. Ruby Gill. Vicky. Vicky. Ruby Gill. Vicky Baba has gone to make a phone call. He'll be back, Mamta Ji. You please rest. Prijlal? Where the hell am I? In hospital, Mamta Ji. I told you not to drive so fast, you bastard. I'll kill you. But Mamta Ji, the, the accident happened weeks ago. I didn't do anything this time, God promise. I can't remember anything. I. What is going on outside? What is that horrible noise? The orphan children are praying for your health, Mamta Ji. What orphan children? These children, Mamta Ji. You saved their lives, Mamtaji. You're their hero. Saved their lives? How did I save their lives? You, you donated three crores to the missionaries of charity, Mamtaji. I did what? I did what? You must rest, madam. Let me go. Don't touch me. Sorry, madam. Get out of here! I hate children. Leave me alone. Shut up! And go away. I'm the Home Minister of Satya Pradesh. I'll throw you all in jail. Mamtaji, you, you're not the Home Minister anymore. What? You resigned, Mamtaji. 
want the check you gave us back? Do you think anyone in their right minds would give three crores to charity? Give me back my money. Sorry, Mamta ji, we've cashed it. We've commissioned homes and schools for the orphans. You haven't heard the last of this. I believe you are suffering from a disassociative identity. In most cases, the transition from one personality to another is triggered by... It's like I've been possessed. Were you abused as a child? Possession happens only in films. How I can avoid going back to being a bloody Mahatma? This transition, it can be prevented? Yes, but I must warn you, part of your brain And eventually, one personality tends to dominate the other. Then what am I paying you for? Quack. <laughs> so, so, I said to him, I said to him, you may be a high court judge, Rishi Uncle, but you can't cheat when we're playing golf. <laughs> so it is the 15th of February, and Vicky Rai has thrown a party to celebrate his acquittal. <laughs> Mamta stands in a quiet corner, fuming at her son's happiness. Oh, Mamta Ji, how are you feeling? Dube? Did you speak to the Chief Minister? It's good to have you back, Mamdaji. Some people were beginning to worry. Yes, yes. Did you speak to the Chief Minister? Yeah, I did. He was impressed by all the good you've been doing. He was almost ready to give you your job back. Almost. When he got Vicky Baba's invitation to this party, oh, see, there he is. He changed his mind, you know. He's worried about the party's image after all, Mamdaji. That's how I was brought up to succeed, and I can proudly say that I have never lost. Mamtaji, <laughs> you're looking a little pale. You want to take a seat? I'm. I'm fine. <laughs> hey, can't you see where you're going? Hey, wait, oh, look what you've done, you bloody fool! I'm sorry, sir. Mamtaji, Mamtaji, Mamtaji. Looks like a bad mom. Should I get you some ice? I might shoot them if they refuse to give me a drink. Are you all right, Mamtaji? It's okay, Anne. It's okay, Anne. I'm Ruby Gill. What? I am Ruby Gill. Ah, very funny, mom. Excuse my mother. She she lost her job a month ago. Looks like a few of her marbles got lost along with it. <laughs> anyway, so guys, look, hey, enjoy the evening, everyone. And remember, life's too short to dwell on the past, right? So, here's to the future. Yeah, baby, future. come on. To the future. Oh, Cheers, oh, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Who switched the lights? Hey, generator, put the generator on. Who's that? I am Ruby Gill. No. No. I can't see what I'm drinking. When the lights come on, Mamta Rai is standing over her son's body, a smoking gun in her hand. My son. Vicky. Hey, he's been shot here. Call an ambulance or something, Vicky. Hey, Vicky. My son. So that was that. Case solved. Another embarrassing scandal involving India's rich and powerful that the newspapers would gloat over in minute detail for weeks and months. The tragic tale of the ambitious politician who lost her mind and killed her son. <laughs> 
That's how it would have been if there hadn't been someone else there at the party that night. Someone who the police found it much easier to pin the blame on. But that's for tomorrow. This is Arun Advani signing off. Enjoy the evening, everyone. And remember, life's too short to dwell on the past, right? So, here's to the future. On the 15th of February, at a party he had thrown to celebrate his acquittal, Vicky Rai was shot dead. Who switched the lights? There were many versions of what happened that night. Amlal! Hey, generator! Put the generator on! None of them quite the same. Who's that? I can't see what I'm drinking. Lights will come on. Don't worry about it. The lights will come on What's he doing here? He's lying on the floor. He's lying on the floor. Munna Mobile had every intention to kill Vicky Rai. Oh my god! Ritu? Munna! It, it wasn't me. But by the time Munna got to Vicky, give me the gun. Vicky was already dead. I was going to, but I didn't shoot. If the police ask you anything, you're with me when it happened, okay? So was it the actress, Shabnam Saxena? Who switched the lights? Ramlal! Ramlal! Hey, generator! Put the generator hey, on! Who's that? Do I look hot with a gun in my hand now? It was this one word from her daughter, Saira, that stopped Shabnam from pulling the trigger. Oh my God! What am I doing? I can't see what I'm drinking. What about Larry Page? He did have a fleeting thought when he remembered the gun in his jacket. Excuse me. Yes. I need some foreign actors in my... But he was distracted by director Jay Chatterjee. Why don't you call me? I'm not much of an actor, sir. Huh? Who switched the lights? Larry was nowhere in the vicinity when Vicky Rai was shot. I can't see what I'm drinking. On the other hand, when the lights came on, Vicky's mother Mamta was standing over his dead body with a smoking gun in her hands. My son. My son. Vicky. Hey, he's been shot. Yeah, call an ambulance or something. Vicky. 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 Call an ambulance. What are you looking at? Is there a doctor over here? My son. But the ballistics report confirmed it. It was not her bullet that killed Vicky Rai. Listen to this again. There were two shots fired from two different guns. 
Mamta Rai's bullet missed its mark. Police have released a statement announcing that a man they have in custody has confessed to the killing of Vicky Rai. The suspect, a man in his early 20s from the Andaman Islands, entered mainland India illegally three weeks ago aboard a boat that anchored at Port Blair and had been seen on several occasions outside the sprawling bungalow in the outskirts of Meroli, New Delhi, the house where Vicky Rai lived and died. Police say the motive for the murder is not yet clear but that it may be connected to a break-in just days before. The person the police pinned it on was Ekati. Why were you at the party, you bastard? Mr. Ashok bought Ekati. Mr. Ashok tell Ekati he will help find sacred stone and take us back to island if Ekati kill. Kill who? Vicky Rai. So you did kill him? No. Ekiti swear on spirit blood. Mr. Ashok took Ekati to Bangalore 6. And Mr. Ashok said to Ekati. Okay, listen to me carefully. You climb in, hide in the trees. At exactly 11.30, I will trip the light fuse behind the house. When the lights go out, you will kill him. And after that, Mr. Ashok promised to send Ekati to I. Yes, yes, you can go back. And you can take your pockmarked freak show of a girlfriend with you. Go. Ekiti come to other side and hide in trees. Ekiti see Mr. Vicky talking to people. So you know what he tells me? He tells me 80% of golfers cheat and the other 20% are lying. <laughs> that is so true, man. Then, most beautiful lights come in sky. Many colors all fall into ground. Ekiti never seen anything so beautiful. Except beautiful blind girl who Ekiti meet. Ekiti only wishes one day she can see color in the sky like this. So you're saying you were watching the fireworks all night? No. Ekiti saw waiter drop all bottles. Can't you see where you're going, waiter? Look what you've done, you bloody fool. I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, ma'am. Ekiti feel bad for waiter, so Ekiti help him pick up glass pieces. Ekiti will help you. Thank you. Excuse my waiters tonight, they're a bit jumpy. Probably worried I might shoot them if they refuse to give me a drink. When Ekiti finish picking pieces, waiter is not there. Anyway, so guys, look, hey, enjoy the evening, everyone. And remember, life's too short to dwell on the past, right? So, here's to the future. Yeah, baby, come on. To the future. Cheers, everyone. Then light goes out. Who switched the lights? Ramlal? Ramlal? Are a generator? Put the generator on. There are too many problems with your story. No story, sir. All true. First of all, there is no waiter at the party who remembers you. Not a single one. Hey, Kathy, tell the truth. Secondly, we question this Mr. Ashok. He doesn't know you. Hey, Kathy, tell the truth. Please, let Kathy go. Ekiti loves Chumpy. 
Now who the hell is this Chumpy? Chumpy? Chumpy cannot see firework. But Chumpy see more than all of us. What's the matter, Akiti? There's something sad in your voice tonight. Akiti must do something for Mr. Ashok before we go to island together. What must you do? Something not good. Something dangerous. Why do you have to do it? Because Akiti want Chumpy Chilomi be free. This only chance to take Chumpy to island. I don't care about the island. I don't want to lose you. Chumpy never lose Akiti. Akiti live. Even in death. What does that mean? Wise men on island taught Akiti. Spirit travel. Akiti not need body to live. Akiti always be with Chumpy. Even in death. Do you promise? Please, promise me. Akiti swear on spirit blood. Akiti go now, beautiful Chumpy Chilomi. Please, come back to me. It was her memory that kept Ekati alive as he lay crying in the darkest corner of his jail cell. That's when I met him. Inside. Hey, come on, get up. We have a visitor. What was your name again? Arun Advani. Get up, you bastard! No need, no need to get physical, Inspector. If you don't make them bleed, they do not listen. He's a man. He doesn't deserve to be treated like this. You're reporter, you're all the same. Only talk, do nothing. Nobody even reads your newspaper. Five minutes and I'll be back. Ekiti did not kill Mr. Vicky. I know. I know Ekiti. I'm going to get you out of here. I promise you. It was a promise that I was unable to keep. Your time is up, Advani. You have not seen the last of me, Inspector. Constable, take this man out. Because you're some kind of protected species, you think you are better than us? Akiti loved Chumpy. You think you are special because of your Amnesty International and some other fancy institutions? Do you think some bloody reporters will come here and save you? Akiti loved Chumpy. Let me dispel these thoughts from your mind. Let me show you how things are done around here. While Ekati suffered in jail, the others got on with their lives. Munna and Ritu were on a train to Mumbai. No more stealing mobile phones. No more. Promise? I promise. 
Shabnam Saxena took her daughter to a place where they could be free. You mean I can study painting here? A place where no one knew her name. Really, Appa? <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Saira. <laughs> Larry Page had had enough excitement for a lifetime. All he wanted to do was go back home. Have a safe journey, Mr. Page. May I ask you what you plan to do with your reward money? Well, Miss Lizzie, I was thinking maybe it's time me and Mom moved into a bigger trailer. I have stated in my opening remarks that the house has been... Mamta Rai re-entered the world of politics. Whatever I have done in this high office, I have done... But her speeches are addressed to the other members of the Naidu Asylum, the mentally unstable where she now lives. But it didn't matter. There were plenty of corrupt politicians waiting in line to take her place. Yes, they all did get on with their lives in one way or the other. All of them. Except Ekati. And now for some breaking news. Police in Delhi have announced that the man accused of the murder of Vicky Rai has been found dead in his cell in the Tiwar police lockup in Delhi. 22-year-old Ekati Oromange from the Andaman Islands was found by prison guards hanging from his cell in the early hours of the morning. A routine investigation will be carried out, although it is understood that no foul play is suspected. Our reporter Thoral Talwar is outside the jail now. Thoral, is this now the final chapter in one of the most high-profile murder cases in recent history? Well, Jatin, there's no official statement yet from the Delhi police, but... Uh... Earlier I spoke to Inspector Yadav, the officer leading the investigation and uh, he said that he now considers the case closed as uh, the suicide is as good as an admission of guilt, he says. At the last count, there were 97 Oromanges left in the world. Now, there are 96. I promised Ekati I would help him and I failed. It has haunted me ever since. It is this broken promise that has prompted me to write this, my last column. In a way, we are all responsible for Hecate's death, complicit in the act through our conspiracy of silence and our tolerance of injustice. His death serves as a precy of our culture, a withering indictment of all that is wrong with us. There is an epidemic of apathy in our country which will result in the deaths of many more equities unless we do something to restore the moral fabric of our society. Champi? Uh, yes? My name is Arun Advani. I'm a reporter from News Today. Uh, are you all right? Here, all alone? I'm not alone. Ekati is with me. Ekati? He's always with me, Mr. Adwani. How much longer will we be silent spectators to the injustice that surrounds us? How can we allow the criminal rich to sleep peacefully without retribution? What we are in dire need of is a revolution. This is my dream. But I am aware that my columns will eventually be buried and forgotten. Just like Ruby Gill, just like Ekati. So, what choice did I have?
Guys and dolls, I'm standing here before you tonight because I'm a winner. In my career as an investigative journalist, I have never lied. And I don't intend to do so in this, my last column. Today I've been acquitted and now I am truly free. That's right. I'd like to thank you all for supporting me. I only told you about five people who came to the party to kill Vicky Rai. No, there were six. Can't you see where you're going, eh, waiter? Look what you've done, you bloody fool! I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, man. Kitty will help you. Thank you. Recognize the voice of the waiter? Sorry, ma'am. Probably worried I might shoot them if they refuse to give me a drink. <laughs> anyway, so guys, look, hey, enjoy the evening, everyone. And remember, life's too short to dwell on the past, right? So, here's to the future. Yeah, baby, come on. To the future. Cheers, everyone. Who switched the lights? Ramlal? Ramlal? Hey, generator, put the generator on. Vikirai. Who's that? The party is over. No. Why did I do it? I had no personal scores to settle. My crusade was not against Vikirai. It was against the system that permits the rich and powerful to believe they are above the law. Henceforth, the criminal rich will never sleep peacefully again. That's why I did it. When this goes into print, I will be arrested. But I will never be silenced. I hope writing this has not been in vain. Because there is plenty of filth out there that needs cleaning up. And I hope in doing what I did, that I have at least lit a spark. Now, my friends, it's up to you. For the last time, this is Arun Advani, and this is my final confession. And that was the third and final installment of Six Suspects by Vikas Swarup. If you liked it, well, John Dryden has quite an incredible catalog of shows, including Q&A, which was the original novel by Vika Swarup that was adapted as Slumdog Millionaire. That has been dramatized as a BBC production by John Dryden before the movie, of course. Uh, John's done a bunch of other stuff there. His latest is Pandemic. It's up now for free at the BBC iPlayer. Don't miss that. Uh, BBC Radio 4, and I'll put links up at radiodramarevival.com. Uh, you could also dig into our Radio Drama Revival archives, search for Severed Threads or The Handmaid's Tale, both excellent stories. And you can also learn more at John's shows at his personal website, goldhawk.eu. Goldhawk.eu has a discography, has uh, information on how the shows are produced, behind-the-scenes videos, photos, good stuff like that, plus links to what work is out there for purchase. He's got a great catalog of really mind-blowing work. Highly, highly recommend it. As well as the over 200 hours of additional audio drama programming at radiodramarevival.com. You can dig in through pretty much every single show we've ever aired is up at a big Mondo archive page. Link right off the homepage on radiodramarevival.com. Uh, everything that we still have the rights to air. There are a few times um, where we had to pull something, but overall... Almost everything is there if you want to dig through it. If you have any ideas on how it would make it easier to share this work with friends or discover what you like, let me know. Always keen to do, do that. 
Um, you can also learn about the latest in audio drama news. Follow us on Twitter, hit up at Radio Drama, search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival, or dig up on iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. Now that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalge. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's Community Radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com. It's a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Mm-hmm.